0: We are so glad that you were listening to the Temple of God International Podcast. We as a family are praying for you, and we believe that this is just the word that you need. God bless you. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Once again, another time in his presence. And I believe that we are all good and doing well. And today, I believe God is going to bless us tremendously. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we'll forever thank you. And bless and magnify your holy name. None like you, none besides you. This day, your children, washed and cleansed by the blood of Jesus, we humbly come to you, tarrying around the world, about to look into this perfect law of liberty. But we pray for understanding. We pray for insight, O Lord. As the psalmist prayed, open thou my eyes that I may behold wondrous things. May we behold wondrous things, not only as speak to us, grant us wisdom, May healing, every sin of you, everything that you can give out of the word today that we need, let it come out even as we feed on the word, even as we meditate on your word. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And Father, as I stand, may I not lack any good thing. It is your healing, your children, worship and cleanse that are hearing you. And I'm representing you. I'm standing in your stead, Jesus. So I ask, O Lord, that may I know lack any good thing. Grant me clarity of speech, O Lord. Anoint me true and true, just for the sake of your elect, to represent you and to prove that, yes, there is Jesus, and also to prove that there is a God in heaven. Satan, the Lord, rebuke you. You have no part in this gathering, this assembly. This is a deliberate gathering of the children of God. We thank you and we bless your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah, saints. We just want to continue very quickly where we left off last week. Amen. Why remembrance? Why remembrance? Why remember? But let me read a verse just for us to recall where we left off. In Deuteronomy chapter 8, and I always liken Deuteronomy as in um, it's a type of what we are experiencing now as we come. In, as believers, we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. The Bible says, and all, all the commandments which I command, this is Deuteronomy chapter 8, and I'm going to read 1 and 2. It says, all the commandments which I command thee this day, shall ye observe to do, that he may live and multiply, and go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness. Amen. So here is where the Bible tells us it is so, so, so much important in our walk with God. One of the things that we saw last week is that God himself remembers He remembers the good, he remembers the bad, he remembers the ugly. During the course of the week, as part of my reading, I came across a verse of scripture where God remembered the sin. This is Revelation chapter 18. God remembered the sin of Babylon. Hallelujah. So God doesn't only remember the good, but also remember our sins. The Bible talks about Cornelius, that his act of prayer got into heaven. And an angel said unto him in Acts chapter 10, that your prayers have been heard. Then your arms, that is your charitable deeds, have also, he stands before God as a memorial. Now the word memorial is used. But later on, when you go back to Acts chapter 10 verse 31, when Peter got to Cornelius' house and he was narrating the same experience to Peter, he used the word that my char- The angel said to me that my charitable deed, that is my arms, is like is standing before God in the sight of God as a remembrance. So this is what happens in heaven. Our charitable deeds, our charitable deeds, God looks upon it, it's like a memorial. Today we have memorial, we have remembrance, and we have remembrance of war veterans, and we have remembrance. So it is in our work. In fact, it starts with our work with God. Start with our walk with God. Today, I want to say a few things in continuation. Give a few points of some important things that Jesus said about remembrance, about remembrance and the importance of remembrance. And why Jesus? Because Jesus is the ultimate. Jesus is our yardstick. Jesus is the model in which we are living our life by. Is somebody hearing me? Somebody being blessed in the name of Jesus. Now, in Matthew chapter. 16, the Bible says Jesus with his disciples makes this statement. I start from verse 5, but the verse that I actually want is verse 9. But here, this is what he says. He says, and when his disciples were come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. Then Jesus said unto them, Take heed and beware of the living of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. Verse 7 says, And they risen among themselves, saying, It is because we have no bread. Verse 8 says, Jesus, when he perceived, he said unto them, O ye of little faith, why ye reason ye among yourself? Because you have not brought no bread. Then, verse 9 is the verse that I want to use. Do ye not understand, neither remember the five loaves and the five thousand and How? many baskets he took up. Neither, verse 10, the seven loaves and of the 4,000 and how many baskets you took up. Okay, meaning that the feeding of the 5,000 wasn't just a single occurrence. There was another time that Jesus fed 4,000. But here, He makes a statement that what I did is something that they should never forget. So it's not a matter of if I make a statement that beware of the living of the Pharisees. I'm not talking about the living that is used to make bread. But I'm talking about something that the Pharisees and the Sadducees have in their character, have in their behaviors, that affects contagious, affects other people. Hypocrisy. He will go on to explain why I said this. But I was using the word living, and because living is associated with bread, they thought he was talking about bread. But even that, has been a blessing to us because what happened to 5,000 with two fishes and what happened to um, 4,000 is something that Jesus would want every one of us to remember. If you look at John's account very carefully, Jesus makes a statement. When they came to him and they said, oh, send them away, Jesus said, give them to eat. Then the Bible said that he said that to prove them. Then the Bible continued to say in John chapter 6 that he didn't only send them to prove them, but also he knew what he was to do. And if the Messiah, if Jesus, our model, Somebody that we are looking up to. Someone that we are learning. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 11, he himself says, come and learn of me. So if Jesus makes such a statement that he knows what you will do to feed these 5,000 men that are gathered, besides women and children, then it's a place we have to pay attention. Because what he did is a lesson to you and I. What he did is something that you and I can do. What he did is something that we can use in our generation to bring a blessing. So much that according to Matthew's account in 16, in Matthew chapter 14, 5,000 were fed. In Matthew chapter 15, 4,000 was fed. Five thousand first in uh, 14. Then Matthew chapter 15, 4,000 was fed. Then... In Matthew chapter 16, he makes a statement that this I did never forget. This I did never forget. Another thing that I want to highlight concerning what Jesus said, what Jesus told us, a very interesting, in Matthew chapter, no, Luke chapter 16, the Bible t- t- told, uh, tells us about um, you know, Jesus' story Yes, the Bible telling us about something that happened, real life, of a rich man. And the Bible says that this rich man, his clothing and the way he ate and his surroundings were all described according to this passage of Scripture from verse 19. But the Bible says this rich man and his clothing and his lifestyle ended when he died and he was buried. The Bible says it's clearly that he was buried. But in Luke chapter 16, the Bible says from verse 24 going, that this man found himself in hell and in torment, cried out, seeing Father Abraham afar off, cried out that Lazarus should be sent to dip his hands or his finger in water, and touch or cool his tongue with that drop of water. But Father Gabriel makes a a statement in verse 25, saying, Son, he was called a son, says, remember that thou in your lifetime. So meaning that remembrance is even something that is highly spiritual, because when this rich man died, he was buried. Bodily, he was buried. But then in hell, his remembrance was working. In hell, he could see Father Abraham afar off, telling us that, you know, we have to critically look at life. The life is not just made up of this, but there is more to life. Because here he says clearly that you remember that in your lifetime you had good things, unlike the others. Meaning that, you see, it is such that everything that we go through, Everything that we go through, on the judgment day, it will be played back. And our remembrance will work. Our bodies may be in the grave. Our bodies may be all over. But then life still goes on. Glory be to God. Is somebody learning something here? Another thing that I want to bring to your attention that Jesus said, in Luke chapter 17, that is just one um, chapter from 16, he he uses the word remember again. But this remembrance is a bit um, deep, and we may have to look critically into it. And I believe that somebody will learn a lesson or two from there. Is somebody hearing me? Jesus preaching, talking to his audience then, and talking to you and I right now, because he says, this I say unto one, I say unto all, and the word of God is living. Somebody hearing me in John chapter 17 says that the words that you gave me. So if I know that the words, are you the he being the express image of the invisible God? Every word from Jesus is God speaking to us directly. Now he makes a statement and in verse 32, he was talking about his second coming. And he said that second coming is said that let us not be converted, let us not be thinking about either when the time comes, wherever you are, just go. Just move as fast as don't, like I say, I'm going back to go and take my this, go and take my that, go and take my, just go. Then he makes this statement in between. He says, remember Lord's wife. Remember Lord's wife. Now let's break this down. Just a very simple verse of scripture that you can memorize. If we are looking to one of the shortest verses of scriptures, apparently John and Jesus wept. Another short verse of scripture is that remember Lord's wife. Now, what did Lot's wife do and who is Lot? So, just for a short while, probably in five or ten minutes, let's just analyze this. Okay. The Bible talks about Abraham. Okay. The story of Abraham starts from Genesis chapter 11. Then, Genesis chapter 12, he continues when his father died, and Abraham was called to continue the journey. Then, the Bible says that the Bible lists the people that Abraham traveled with. But there were certain names that were mentioned. Okay, and it is for a reason. Because there were multitudes of people, they say they were servants, that were born in Abraham's home, they were souls that Abraham has won. But how come Sarah and Lot were mentioned? So the first time Lot was mentioned was, and it says that he was Abraham's nephew. As the Bible says, you can go back to Genesis chapter 12 and it's all there. But what happened was that, the Bible says that they left Haran going to the promised land, accompanied Abraham. Now, in Isaiah chapter 51, the Bible says clearly that it was Abraham and Sarah that God called and blessed them. But when you come to Genesis chapter 13, the Bible says that as these three moved on, They were blessed tremendously, and the Bible began to list the blessings of Abraham according to the promise of God, because the promises of God are conditional. It's a covenant, and we are serving a a legal God. There are covenants, conditions attached to every blessing. And God honored his word by blessing him. But God only didn't bless him, but he blessed everybody around Abraham. So in Genesis chapter 13, the Bible says that, and lot to them journeyed with Abraham was also blessed. And this is where remembrance comes in. And this is where we have another point that we also have to show gratitude to certain people that have helped us along the way and brought us along the way, or certain people that have helped us get to our destiny in heaven. Or on course for what we are enjoying now. Is somebody hearing me? The Bible says that as a result of the blessing, Abraham had heads of cattle. Lot also had heads of cattle. Now the feeding became a problem so much that Lot also had servants and workmen watching over his cattle. And the Bible says that there was strife between Abraham's servants and Lot's servant. Now. If Lot would remember that it was Abraham that said, come with me. God says we should leave this group of people and go to a place that he has told me. But Lot forgot. And they didn't do anything about the strife. So Abraham called for a meeting. The Bible says it's all in Genesis chapter 13. And he said to him that, you know, we are greatly blessed. Our goods have increased. When we left around, this wasn't our story. Now, you know what? We have to part companies. And Lot's wife didn't advise Lot. One time a pastor made a statement that he was very annoyed with his senior pastor and he wanted to address certain issues, certain flaws, certain mistakes that he's seen in his senior pastor. But it was his wife that helped him. It was the wife that said to him that, hey, my husband, be careful. Remember when he was a young man Before I met you, you were living in this pastor's house, eating his food. Now you have also become a big pastor. Now you can see his fault and you think you can address his fault openly. Be careful. Are you there with me? And this pastor says something interesting that has stayed with me. He says that it was the wife's advice. Because many times we forget. Many, 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 many times we forget. Have people... That sometimes when they are running late from church, either as the husband is driving, their wife will text, we are about 10 minutes away because they are instrumentalists or they are coming to sing or they are playing an important part in the beginning of the service. We are this. If there's a problem, one will text, the other will text. But it got to a point that I realized that when they were leaving, now only one person could send a text message that one to take a back seat, but you not see us anymore. The other, they didn't say anything at all. Are you there, I man? This is where lessons about lost wife. We have Abigail. The Bible talks about David went to ask for help from Abigail's husband, and the man misbehaved big time. But he took somebody who has the wisdom of God, Abigail, the Bible says. We also have wives like Sapphira. All these names have been mentioned. Lot's wife's name has not been mentioned. But the Bible says that sometimes the position of the wives, are you there with me? When Ananias was about to do something dubious, not recognizing and not reverencing the Holy Spirit, the wife didn't step in to advise that You are dealing with God and you really have to be careful. Is somebody hearing me. So if Jesus makes a statement, I remember Lot's wife. It starts from there. And how come the lady turned into a pillar of salt up to this day? The Bible says that when Abraham called a meeting, they came up that we have to part companies. Lot didn't do anything about it to solve the matter. Lot's wife didn't do anything about it. And they were given, Lot and a wife was given An opportunity to choose first. And being carnal and not knowing about the sins of God. Not knowing that it doesn't matter how green the field is. What matters is that God is with you. It doesn't matter whether the well has water. But what matters is that God God is with you. And it's a lesson to Christians today. The Bible says that when Abraham was living, he dug wells. And when he died, the wells dried up. But when he died, people came to take over the wells. But because they didn't have a relationship with God, the wells dried up and they covered it with earth. Then his son Isaac came. Because Isaac had a relationship with God, he dug the wells that the people have covered. And water started coming again. And they came to fight him again. And when they come and fight him, this is Genesis chapter twenty says, When they come to fight him, the water stopped. So our relationship with God is so, 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 so much important. So, so many times people look at this. I want this, I want this, I want to do to do, do this, I want, I want this that you have, but forgetting that, what relationship has that person, God, with his maker? Is somebody hearing me? Let me continue the story with Lord's wife. So the Bible says that Lord chose the greener place and he pitched his tent against a very demonic town, Sodom and Gomorrah. And there, He lived, was prosperous, but then the first attack was that there was a war and he was captured. He didn't learn his lessons. Abraham and his team, his soldiers, Abraham and his army, Abraham and his trained servant came and delivered him. Still, the relationship was not patched up. Still, the wife didn't make any suggestion that this, your uncle, it's because of him that today we are where we are. Even if we are far up, let's go and visit them from time to time. Let there be peace. Let there be harmony. The Bible says that it took the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah for God to remember Abraham. Then he remembered Lot. Then he decided to deliver them from that town before the town is destroyed. But the instruction of the angel was that they were not supposed to look back. And Lot's wife turned and looked back. You know, turning and look, looking back is a whole message in itself. Turning and looking back is a whole message, meaning that there is something you have left behind that has actually glued you. That where God is taking you, you are not confident and you are still have an attachment to the bad lifestyle. It was really, really, really terrible in that town. And they were living comfortably in that town. Pastor, how do you know it was terrible? Because when the angels came in the form of humans, they came to knock at Lord's door. The people of the towns thought it was males that they could have sexual affairs with. And they came to knock the door, knock the door, that some strangers have come into your house, bring them so that we'll have various things that I could could cannot utter, but it's in the Bible, with them. That's the state of the town. If that's the state of the town, then where we find ourselves is we are blessed. We don't have anybody knocking at our door that our visitors want to sleep with our visitors. And that was where this woman could turn back and say, I have missed, I have missed this place. And she turned into a pillar of salt. Jesus' preaching makes this statement. But I said, lesson to you and I. We have to go back. We have to go back and look at all these things and learn from it and remember. Don't forget. Remember, remember, remember. Another place that I also want to see, what want to say about what Jesus said, very, very, and you see that even all the men of God, especially, let me go to Apostle Paul, he makes certain statements. Jesus himself, says when the Holy Spirit comes, are you there for us, for Christianity to be very solid? For you to experience Christendom and walk in the heights with God as destined for you, you have to keep certain things in remembrance. You shouldn't forget certain verses of scriptures, certain portions of the Bible you should never forget. Is somebody hearing me? Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, Paul makes this statement. So, one Remember them. Remember your pastors. Remember them that have ruled over you. In First Corinthians chapter 11, and I'm going to read very quickly. Verse 1 and 2. Paul says, Be ye followers of me, even as I also am a follower of Christ. Meaning that, you see, I take my lessons from Christ. If I see in the scriptures that Christ was interacted by the people by the Sea of Galilee, I also interact in the name of Jesus that I may win some. He says, if I see Christ rising up a great while before day, I also see okay, it is needful for every one of us to rise up a great while before the and commit the day into the hands of our maker, the person that matters. Are you there? Then in verse 2 goes on to say, I praise you, brethren, that he remember me in all things. Are you there with me? So now is Christ, then Paul, then the church. In Corinth. Are you there with me? But I was telling them something that please remember me, remember, remember me, remember me in all things. Remember the way I pray. Remember, remember where I've come from. Remember how I was an unbeliever, how I was persecuting the church. You know, sometimes people can even come into the church not fully, fully, fully understanding what God, but later on they get delivered. Are you there with me? And You have to stay focused, remembering where you have come from and where you are going. Is somebody hearing me? He wants us to say, remember me in all things and keep the ordinance as I deliver them unto you. Are you there with me? You know, there's a command that even your pastors in Hebrews, if you want to come with me very quickly, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7. This is what we are commanded to do. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7. The Bible says that Remember them which have ruled over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. Now this word conversation is their behavior. Their behavior. They take into consideration the way they behave. Are you there? So if you are following someone, are you there? with me? If you are following someone, take into consideration their behavior. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Remember them that have ruled over you. Remember them that have ruled over you, who have spoken the word of God to you. And I say, whose faith follow? Follow your pastor's faith. Remembering and taking also into consideration his behavior. Are you there with me? Not any pastor at all you should learn from, but pick and judge by the behavior, the end product. Is somebody hearing me? Now, so if Paul says, I remember me in all things, there's another verse of scripture supporting that fact, are you there only, which is also a point for us, that we should remember those that have spoken against us. the reasons, another point in there. Then you find out that not only did he also talk about remembrance, but he makes a statement here that even in Christianity, one of the things that makes us powerful Christians is our ability to retain what we have learned. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, he makes a statement here, all in line of remembrance, and I believe that somebody will be blessed, and somebody is being blessed, and somebody will be forever blessed in the name of Jesus. Now, I read it very quickly. First Corinthians chapter 15, and I read from verse 1. He says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preach unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand. By which also ye are saved. If you keep in memory what I preach unto you, you unless you believe in vain. Are you there with me? So if I that he says that the salvation, are you there with me? The salvation, the thing that grounds us is that if we keep in memory, in other words, if we remember, if we keep in memory, or in other words, if we remember, if we remember, if we remember, Glory be to God. The Bible talks about the apostles, the post-resurrection. Are you there with me? The various things that happened. The Bible says that, and the apostles remembered the word. Remember what Jesus did. Remember what he said at certain places. Are you me? So remembrance even of certain portions of scriptures, certain preaching, certain things. Sometimes we just have to be reminding ourselves with certain messages that we have heard. Today we are living in a world that you can Google, you can download messages that have been preached. Many times we forget. Sometimes this morning I posted a message that we preached last year. Last year, 15 December, I preached that message. I was just listening to it. And I said, whoa, this is a good message. I was just blessed. And I said, let me share it with the saints. Glory be to God. And these are the things that keeps us going. These are the things that brings back the power of God into our lives. Now, not only do we have to remember those that are spoken, but pastors should also remember the saints. In First Thessalonians, Chapter one. I'm going to read a portion of scripture, and Paul Paul make a statement here. Here, and what is he is trying to say, he says that I have never forgotten you. I have never forgotten. I have never forgotten you, the church in Thessalonians, Glory be to God. So another point that you should add to out of these ten reasons why is that uh, not only do we have to be grateful to men, I've given you that. Not only do we have to remember pastors, but also remember pastors should also or leaders should also remember those that they have led. Those that they have led. Here, yeah. I read from verse one. The Bible says that Paul and Silvanus and Timotheus unto the church of Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ, grace be unto you and peace from God, God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, we give thanks to God always for you, making mention of you in our prayers. He says that we do not only just give thanks, but we also mention your names when we are praying. But the interesting bit about it is that he says that the reason why we do that is that remembering without ceasing your work of faith, are you there with me? Remembering without ceasing your work of faith, you remembering without ceasing your work of faith, and also and labor in our and labor of love and patience of hope in, in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and the Father. So, you find out that you know, as a pastor, you also have to be observant. Are you there with me? Observant on the work that people are doing. The cameraman, the instrumentally be observant and give thanks on their behalf. And when you are giving thanks, one of the things that fuels your thanksgiving in your closet is that you are remembering their labor of love. You are remembering their perseverance. You are remembering their faith, their love that they have shown for the brethren, the love that they have shown for you. Is somebody hearing me? This is the character that we want to build in ourselves. This is a godly character. This is godliness. You know, one of the things that Paul says, to Timothy is, that know what will cause you to be a good minister is that put them into remembrance. There are certain things, there are certain things that you have to help them, you have to help them to remember. Now, I want to say, you know, The the work of God is such that you cannot afford to forget certain things that have happened along the way. In Acts chapter 20. Acts chapter 20. Glory be to God. The Bible says, Paul on his way to Jerusalem, and you know when he got to Jerusalem, you know he'll be, He passed through one of the churches in which he has founded. And as he was um, admonishing them, preaching them, he said to them, he makes this statement here, in verse 31, he said, therefore, watch and remember. Watch and remember that by the space of three years, I cease not to warn everyone of you night and days with tears. Are you there with me? So here, you find out that he was telling a congregation I was telling a congregation that, you know, sometimes when we forget this whole Christian sin, this whole Christian sin doesn't become or we don't turn out as God wants us to turn out. So the only way, the only way is for you to remember that for three years, night and day, night and day, there are certain dangers that I'm warning you. There are certain things that I'm warning you. Are you there with me? One of the things that he said to them, that first take heed unto yourself, then unto the flock in which the Holy Ghost. Then he went on to say that after my departure, people will come into the church trying to spoil the church. They went on to say, even people that are already believers will turn away, trying to think that they are something that they are not. Then he comes in with this, that remember that this, I know this happens to every church. So remember, remember, remember. Glory be to God. Remember, remember, remember. Finally, in Revelation, chapter 3, and Revelation for two places, two churches, okay, in Revelation chapter 2, Revelation chapter 3, okay, now, according to the words of Jesus, these churches were not living up to expectation, they were falling behind, which is a lesson for you and I, and I want to close on this note. Glory be to God. Okay, this is the church in Ephesus. Okay, then the other one is the. The other one is the church in Sardis. Okay, but how to come out of the place that Jesus was not pleased with them was to for them to recall the way they used to serve God, for them to remember the way they used to serve God, and I read, okay? The Bible says here in Revelation chapter 2, it says that, initially, He said to them that, it says that, unto the church, which is in Ephesus, I write, these things, holdeth the one that holds the seven stars in his hand, okay, verse 2, said, I know your works, and I know your labor, your patience, are you there with me, and how thou cannot bear them that are evil, and how thou are you there with me. He goes on, all these things are good things. But then he goes on to talk about how they have slept. How they have slept. They used to do all these things. And I know, I know these works that you were doing. I was so much happy with you. Okay. Then he goes on to say, nevertheless, verse 4, I have some what against thee. And thou has left your first love. Then he went on, verse 5, say said that, therefore, remember from where thou has fallen. Are you there with me? So here, church, God speaking to us, or Jesus speaking to us? Are you there with me? And he sees that there was a time, there was a time that amongst us there was love. There was a time that amongst us we used to do this in His name. We used to go on outreach in His name. We used to do crusades in His name. We have to do this, but then we have to be very careful because are you there? The system and the condition can cause us to fall from that grace, and the only way to bounce back, is to remember what we used to do. Is somebody hearing me? The same thing has been repeated again to the church in Sardis. Are you there with me? If I have to read, the Bible says, and Then unto the angels of the church, that is as sad is right, these things, are you there who has the seven stars? And he said that Jesus describing himself and that. And I say, watch and be strengthened, the things that remain. Are you there with me? And be ready to die. and, this, and that. He said, remember that thou has received. I said, remember what you have received and what you have heard. Are you there with me? So here again, here again, Jesus using remembrance, even in the book of Revelation, to talk to the church. May God bless us and may God cause us to remember as he himself remembers. Is a good character. It's a godly 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 character. It brings blessings. It makes us to represent God in every endeavor. May the blessings of Jehovah God, God almighty rest upon you in the name of Jesus. May you never be the same again. I speak healing to every broken heart. In Jesus' mighty name, have a good week. Have a blessed week. May life never be the same again. Succeed in everything that you lay your hands to do. May the blessings and the favor of God rest upon you. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Temple of God International podcast. We pray that you have thoroughly received the word and that it will bless and enhance your life in unthinkable ways. We encourage you to not only subscribe to this podcast, but also to our YouTube channel. Be sure to follow us on our social media pages. We strive to encourage you with the word of God. God bless you. Until next time.